This movie is so bananas. Oh my god. It's magic oh. dance. Smile. Oh. Right, do we want to go? Back to the big room. We watched Labyrinth. We watched <laughs> Labyrinth. We dance magic danced all the way through this movie. Carl watched it a hundred times. How many times <laughs> you watch it? I mean, probably five times. I don't oh, know. Five times. Oh my god. Five magic times. <laughs> oh man, what a film, huh? We got to look at David Bowie's bulge for two hours. David Bulgy. David Bulgy. <laughs> David Bulgy. Yeah, really, 300, <laughs> and then we had a bulge break for Singing in the Rain. Thank God. And then we got to look at <laughs> yeah, David Bowie's tiny one for a whole freaking movie. That mm. dude is in yoga pants. <laughs> and heels. And heels. Shout out to but, him. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Maybe don't shout out to him. With respect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With he was <laughs> fine. He was fine was in the David movie? Bo- well, no, I just meant in general, because you said he died. So. Well, I mean, he's not alive, so <laughs> that narrows it down. He's dead, yeah. You thought he... Never mind. <laughs> there was some history over what he died from. Uh, she did not think it was cancer. Let's just put it that way. Um, <laughs> so Wait, what did she think it was? She thought it was AIDS, you guys. Oh, God. I thought he was a gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is an alien. He's not a human being. Uh, he was a st- star boy? Are, he's a, Ziggy wait. Stardust? St- star... What? No, that's... Starboy's the weekend. The weekend. What is? It? Doesn't he have an album called Star? Ziggy something? Stardust. Yeah. Ziggy Stardust. Okay, so that's close. He's got, that's it the star. Be the the star. The yeah, yeah. Just for one day. <laughs> He's got. A, <laughs> she was making fun of me because I, <laughs> I was doing a Bowie during the movie, and she's like, "Your Bowie and your John Travolta are like this far apart." Mm. All of your <laughs> accents are that mm-hmm. far from John Travolta. <laughs> 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 Uh, my British is just like, oh, Sandy. In it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the most, is this the most 80s movie we've seen uh, or is that yeah. Roadhouse? Oh. No, this, this, is, no. This is a different kind of 80s. I don't know. This is, yeah. Roadhouse was like campy, like muscle. Roadhouse was young muscle. adult 80s. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. like child 80s. But also like synth. Like the synth guitars yeah. in this movie alone. The synth guitars. Yep. Synth. I guess synth can be any instrument. There's a lot of synth keys in, oh, in this. Okay. And just whatever it was, the eighties like what what I remember from eighties music in particular is horrendous drum sounds. Okay. I will not I don't know what instrument it was, but they were all terrible. Like it really pulls me out That's of even like Michael Jackson songs. Just the horrendous like ah. digital drum no not the, yeah, the program drums. The program yeah. drums. I just really, shallow sound. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't like it. When did this movie come out? Eighty six. Six. Okay. Nineteen eighty six. We were negative nine. Yes, we were. Her and I were. Something like that. Uh, Carl was forty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've always been thirty. <laughs> uh, so the movie involves just for a plot synopsis: sixteen-year-old Sarah is given thirteen hours to solve a labyrinth, which I thought was going to be like you know those mazes that are like bushes. And yeah. then and then we got closer and it was a wall. It confused me. A labyrinth can be anything. Don't put a labyrinth in a box. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, she wishes you have for to, though. She, <laughs> That's how they work. She wishes for her brother Toby to be taken by a. Well, she's so she's like I'm confused. It's a little interesting. She's reading a book 
or to study for yeah. a play that she's in. But the I book, didn't even know she was in a play. I thought yeah, she was just kind of likes the book. I thought she was like I thought she was yeah, being I don't escapist. Know that she was ever. I think she's just like actually maybe, in anything. Maybe I, I made that up. Well, she at any rate, she's reading the book Labyrinth, right? Yes. In, in the movie Labyrinth. Yeah. So she's reading lines about the Goblin King to her brother from a book that's in the movie. So oh, we got all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that right? <laughs> tracking. Um. And anyway, the Goblin King's real, and it's David Bowie. <laughs> And uh, his name is Goblin King Jareth, which is a hilarious name. Jareth. Jareth. Um, and he takes Toby. And the plan for Toby is to turn him into a goblin? Yeah. She, like after like what? 13 hours? 13 hours. He'll turn into a goblin forever. Yeah. That was a terrible accent. That's but the name. goblins look like they're having a banging time. Yeah. They really do, though. They don't it wouldn't be stressed. the end of the world. No. Yeah. Toby might have been better off. You know, he yeah. wouldn't have had to get a job. Yeah, he just would have danced magic <laughs> danced his life away. Yeah. And jump magic jump. Hang out with his really annoying bratty sister. I know. Is Sarah She's the a... villain? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> She's a real piece of work. Did we watch this movie yeah. wrong? <laughs> I have uh, heard theories that Jareth was actually the good guy because he did what she asked her to do. He took the baby away. And, here's you know, what I hear. Okay, he here's my thing. Why didn't, when she said. I wish for the goblins to come get him. Why didn't she just then go, I wish you would bring him back? Well, that wasn't in the book. Well, that's not how it works. That not, wasn't in the book? No, that's not in the rules. But if it was like whatever you could wish. Like, well, no, because it, was, it wasn't that. Because when, oh. when, when, when she's doing it, right, there's like that goblin. Yeah, they're like, say the right words. Say the right yeah. thing. Do you remember the, the goblins? Oh, I just assumed she had to say like the special like, I wish phrase. Well, she, that was the only part she forgot i think yeah or, what, or whatever like there was did she say it yeah like that's not it a <laughs> uh, lot of big names tied to this movie which was shocking to me like in the pre-roll credits mm -hmm. still a big fan of pre-roll credits oh um, my god i still hate not that. a fan literally one of my notes is like thank god we don't do pre-roll credits anymore i like them i like them uh lucas film tied to this mm -hmm. movie uh, David Bowie, obviously. Frank Oz, who mm -hmm. uh, was the voice of and the puppeteer for Yoda in the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, oh. And Jim Henson, the creator of the Muppets. Um, so this is, I guess, I, f I feel like it's considered a Jim Henson film, like that he's the guy, right? Um, I think so. And I haven't seen... Uh, my Muppet exposure is limited. I've seen one of the newer movies from like the mid-2000s or whatever. Um We've got one this one of the seventies movies in the bucket somewhere. It'd be amazing if we pulled it right after this. Could you imagine? Yeah. Going from the labyrinth <laughs> to the Muppet movie? Can't imagine. Gosh. It's a world I don't want to live in. What? We should be so lucky. You're not excited <laughs> for the Muppets? No, I'm not. Did this sour uh, you on the Muppet? I've Jim never Henson? been sweet on the Muppets. So well, have <laughs> you, you ever been have sour. you ever been exposed to the Muppets? First they're sour, then they're sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you gonna sour patch kids us on the Muppets? Maybe. <laughs> She's just like <clears throat> I don't think it's funny. Um I would have expected a Lucasfilm oh, why would I have expected a Lucasfilm tied film to be better? <laughs> That's you know this is the Jar Jar Binks of movies. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, God. Um, this era of Lucasfilm, you definitely should have expected to be better. Well, this is a gap between, I think this is five or six years after Return of the Jedi. 
So it's not that I did, far I didn't removed. think to look that up. It was it was nine years after A New Hope, is what I know. Wow. So I think Return of the happens. Jedi was 80... Ooh, I might be wrong. I feel like it's 82. I'm going to look it up right now. Please hold. <laughs> Talk about yourself. <laughs> Guys, I want you to know that right now there's a random puppy outside my door. <laughs> yeah. No way. Know whose it is. Take a pic. And there's no owner with it. I was off by a year. You're close. So... Three years after Return of the Jedi, we got the masterpiece of Labyrinth. Um, I'll, let's go into expectations and I'll start because it's my fault we watched this movie. It is your fault. <laughs> so the, the bucket, right? The list. The list that was a list before it was a podcast. This was on it, on the list because of Harmontown, which is my favorite podcast. Um, is the first podcast I ever listened to. Um, ever, really. I wasn't big into podcasts until Harmontown. And early on in the show... Uh, Dan Harmon's girlfriend at the time, later wife, current ex-wife, Erin McGathy. This is like one of her childhood movies, I guess. Uh, I need to go back and listen to the episodes. But they did a holiday... Ha- holiday? They did a Halloween show. And uh, all of them, and s- all of the four of them and several of the audience dressed up as like 15 Jareths. Um, and all raided a bar afterwards. And it was hilarious. And they played the Labyrinth... One of the Labyrinth songs... I pointed it out when we were watching it, but I can't for the life of me remember yeah, w- during which scene. Um, after she eats the peach, I think. Oh, at the ballroom? No, before that, in the woods. Oh. Like right when she eats it. I think whatever that song is, they played during like Harmontown D&D and stuff. Oh, oh um, I remember now. So because of just that, I'd always wanted to watch Labyrinth um, because, you know, Jeff Davis spent the whole, not to spend a whole podcast talking about a podcast, but he sang the Dance Magic Dance song a lot. Anyway, that's why this is, movie's on here. I knew really nothing about it except for um, Jareth <laughs> and how he looked. <laughs> um, so outside of Aaron, did they like the movie or what was their like? I can't remember. I feel like the consensus was you like this movie because you watched it as a kid. Um, yep. and, and And so you have like a stronger tie than like we, at least the two of us, I don't know how y'all feel yet, uh, ever had a chance to like this movie, right? Like if you didn't see it as a kid in the 80s. (laughs) 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 I was as hot as the sun. (laughs) She's sick, so we've got tea. Oh, what you drinking Mm. over there? Yeah, what Mm. kind of weird tea are you burning your mouth with? Excuse me. <laughs> and we're back uh how was scalding your mouth it was really fun okay i don't My remember would recommend. so we were talking about did harman sound like it i don't remember moving on yeah. <laughs> uh, any other expectations uh from any of you had had you um, i expected to not like it because i remember being like at a blockbuster and this was one of the covers of movies that i would like look at mm. and be like that movie looks weird and that was my only expectation is like, this movie looks weird. You saw David Bowie's awesome hair on the cover and we're like, this looks weird. Yeah. Uh, his hair is so cool. All the puppets. F- so cool. I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it. What about either of you two, Nick or Carl? I knew nothing about it per usual. <laughs> I actually watched it with my brother-in-law um, who grew up watching it and was a huge fan, is a huge fan of it. Interesting. Um, which... I'm really glad I watched it because he paused it a couple times and was like, when I was young, this scene made me feel this way. And I'm just going, that's insane. And it's like, 
you only feel like the only shot i don't want to spoil my review here but the only shot of like actually enjoying this movie was growing up with it what you're saying earlier that's yeah that's so it, it was assume. cool to, it was cool to watch it with him uh and hear his thoughts but yeah i didn't have any expectations going in didn't even know what it was about carl did you had you heard of it at all? What, what, I think I'd heard do? of it, but I'd also heard of like Pan's Labyrinth, so I got those kind of mixed up in my gotcha. head and some amalgamation. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was gonna have the hands guy That's with David Bowie. Um, so I didn't there know. Were I, hands. I, yeah, there were hands, helping hands. But um, yes, yeah, so I, I didn't really know what. <laughs> oh to God, expect. I just hands. knew it was gonna be an older kind of weird movie. So and it delivered. I actually <laughs> not to go again. I don't need a second turn, but I expected um it to be. L- not i didn't know it was a kids movie really yeah i had no idea it was a kids movie i thought it was going to be like more a maybe at not adult but adolescent and weird like uh, like more aggressively weird like maybe creepy or disturbing Mm. and not a kids movie so it was actually not what i had anticipated um interesting so yeah i don't know um let's talk about the film a little bit i want to talk about the owl uh, which Carl says in our notes holds up. And Nick has a fact <laughs> that I almost stole and got reprimanded before the show started. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not letting you steal this one. This is a cool fact. It's and a cool I thought fact. no one else would have it. Um, it's on the IMDb page. So, uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading from a website here too, yeah. like as if you don't have the internet. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, well, you are the fact the, guy though. <laughs> Uh, so most most of the visual effects were impressively achieved in front of the camera, but one does boast of a CGI milestone, and that's the owl that appears at the beginning of the movie, which is widely regarded as the first religious, religious, realistic CGI animal to appear on the big screen. Yep, the first, so it's like the first CGI animal ever. The first religious animal to appear on the screen. Religious. <laughs> You should have you should have stolen the fact, man. Yeah, I know. I butchered it. Well, hey, first realistic animal in CGI on a on a film screen. I thought it looked better the first time we saw it, and then we saw it later in the movie, and it looked like crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it looks like is that uh, a Bug's Life bird that they make to like scare Hopper. You can see like the hinges and the wings and all the that. Little but ants in there going, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. What a good movie. We watched Hopper's that. Hopper's afraid of birds. <laughs> yeah. Never seen it. What? Uh, You've never seen insane. a bird's don't, life, dude. You don't act that shot. Okay. On the podcast That's where we're, the none of us have seen any doing movies. This show right now. So when <laughs> yeah. I was a kid, my two movie, really three movies, were A Bug's Life and the first yep. two Toy Story films. Yep. Those mm-hmm. are, Carl and I so had the good. same yeah. life. <laughs> I had like the first. I mean, this one. I had the first one like memorized, yeah. and I had all the toys, and I would act them out like line for line. Oh, <laughs> dude, you are a toy. And they never got me tested for any kind of mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! A Bug's Life. We watched it last year. I feel like we were sick. We were sick with COVID. I think. Yeah. We watched it, and it. Holds up. It's a good movie. We watched Toy Story. Dude, the graphics still look good. Toy Story was the like, first Pixar yeah. movie, right? And that, yes. I think that just, it holds up so yeah. well. God. I mean, Nick, we've got to do. It was so gotta, fresh. we got to burn You've this seen Toy Story, bucket. right, Nick? Have you seen Toy Story? Oh, yeah. I've seen all okay. of them. All okay, two good. of them? <laughs> I don't know how many there are. So. There's four. I know there's three and then maybe there's oh, four. Okay. Yeah, the fourth four, one. Four, maybe five coming. Oh, God. No. I've there's I, a new one coming. Stop. I was told Is that, it gonna be about Woody as the real cowboy? Yeah. Um 
Didn't they learn their lesson? Yeah. <laughs> I was told to not watch the fourth one um, as an adult. Like, they're like, it's liter- like it's moved on. Whatever. This isn't a Toy Story mm-hmm. podcast. But we've got yeah. to get Nick at some Pixar <laughs> movies next year for real. Maybe we yeah. can do a Pixar month yeah. or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Like, what, have you seen The Incredibles? Um, Ooh. I know I have. No. Oh, dude. I know I have. I don't remember anything about it. Oh, dude. That might be my favorite picture. Another really movie. good one. I haven't seen I was the second like, one. This isn't Bible, man. I don't want to see <laughs> I liked the second one. I don't want to see it though, because I love the first one so much and I didn't want more. So I'm just not right. I'm not gonna see I don't think you know it what ruins I mean? it though. Yeah, but I've been burned by Star Wars and Toy Story and You're right. So I'm just gonna let I've only heard good things about the second and I know, though. I know, but I wanna let the first movie be perfect. Yeah. Well it still is. Even if the other one sucks. That's true. It just makes the first one better. That's true. Um, anyway, anyway, we watched a movie called Labyrinth. Yeah, we watched a movie called Labyrinth. <laughs> David Bowie's what, in it. What movie are we talking about? <laughs> um, so we talked about her brother, her getting her brother stolen by David Bowie, um, the most aggressively '80s man we've ever seen in our lives, with a cod piece, which is distracting. Um, <laughs> she's he's wearing the silkiest pants, dude. Just yeah, shows everything. It's so hilarious, and then he's leggings. just he does all the mu- music for the movie, which is a choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just I don't know, man. I've just one of my, my notes is literally, for... why would David Bowie want to do this? Right, <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, what is he gaining? Because I was like, this? this is kind of an odd choice, but I was like, well, he's also like an odd guy, so maybe that's an expected choice now. Yeah, so or, I don't know. Or was his manager like, we got to get was in it that kid market? Yeah, like we, we got to get trying, those, you know, those kids spinning uh, David Bowie cassettes. Yeah, is it like the cigarette uh, strategy, get him young? Yeah. Yeah, weird. I don't know. I meant to look up and see if he had done any other movies. Did he? Do you guys know if he did any outside of this? Because I don't feel like I've heard of him. I don't know. Well, I mentioned he was in Zoolander last one, but other than that, I don't think he's done anything. But he's like just a small part in that. He's not really... Yeah. yeah. So I think David is just Hugh Grant's alter ego. Mm. Because they kind (laughs) of sound very similar. That's a take. And they kind of have similar. And they kind of look a little similar. Yeah, they do. So I feel like they're. We've just... never seen them both in the same room at the same time. I don't know. Have you? <laughs> Man, Hugh Grant. Didn't David I say Bowie David Bowie looks like Welcome somebody? to the big Confirmed. conspiracy. Yeah, one of our friends. Okay, we're not going to say, gonna it say it that. Air, conspiracy room. Wait, what? No, never mind. The conspiracy. All right. Conspiracy room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the conspiracy. The room. next conspiracy. Uh, the kid gets stolen. They end up in a labyrinth, and I thought the labyrinth would be. I guess we got some good set pieces, like the hands, the helping hands thing was cool. Oh my, it's so creepy. Um, I thought the set was great, cool. No, they oh were, but again, I thought it was going to be darker. I guess going in. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it was. I don't know. I just expected a different movie. I guess. Uh, the uh, Hoggle being just the worst guy. Hoggle's the worst guy. Yeah, he was pretty bad. He's playing both sides of the fence. The whole movie. Um, I guess until the very end. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, he has an arc because he didn't want to do the peach thing. Well, so did Rick Blaine, right? Who? Rick Blaine, Casablanca. Thank you. And he was a hero. Oh. That's true. That's true. Can we not? Labyrinth is Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the this Wizard is a of weird Oz. filter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my other note. So my other note is this is weird Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. Although the I had arc a note is... like that, like slash Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Um, just but it's that archetypal conf- story. Just to kind of like confirm that you guys aren't crazy for saying that. I've never seen Wizard of Oz. And I looked at Ron like midway through the movie. I was like, 
I have no basis for saying this, but is this just kind of Wizard of Oz? Yeah. How She's did you going think that? and finding Well, she was going and like finding her way through this maze or Picking whatever. Picking up friends happened. along the way. And yeah. finding friends along the yeah. Ludo. Yeah. A villain pops in every so often. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Although David Bowie's case, it was you got swiper. <laughs> yeah, well, and David Bowie is the wicked witch and the man behind the curtain. Oh. In this movie. Well, technically, Sarah is. Sarah's the man behind the curtain? Because it's all witch. her story. I guess. But isn't Bowie pulling all the strings? Like but she, she's pulling Bowie's strings. She is pulling Bowie's strings. Right. What? You're right, because it's, it's all, all in her head. It's all in it's her all head. It's all her narrative. So um, she's the mastermind behind all of it. Yeah. So she's the man behind the curtain. She's and the man Dorothy. behind the curtain. Yeah. And what Bowie is the wicked witch. <laughs> this egomaniacal brat. Oh this conversation <laughs> will make sense to me once I watch Wizard of Oz, huh? Yep. <sighs> yes. Maybe. Uh, one of our dogs is named after <laughs> the wicked witch. Um, LCB. So you know huh. they go through a labyrinth. I don't. I don't remember all the set pieces, but they go through a labyrinth. And the best part of the movie is Ludo. That dude's awesome. Yeah. How about the fact that they kept saying life's not fair? The whole movie. The whole they said movie. that a lot. And I just feel yeah. like as a kid, that's all we heard growing up was life's not fair. And I was like, this whole movie was just uh-huh. beating kids over the head with like life's not fair. Life's not fair. I was like, we get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We get that it. That not taking things for granted. That was yeah. the other thing they said like four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. Or what's the... I guess we're supposed is, to But it's her coming of age story, so she's got to learn these things. Was and the this taking is how things for granted the line they kept saying about the labyrinth? Or was it like, yeah, everything's not yeah, as yeah. it seems or whatever? Yeah, you can't take it for granted. You can't take it for granted. So like, I liked the illusion of her walking through the wall after the worm thing. Like... That was cool, yeah. She cool. turned, and I was like, "Oh," because I was wondering but if also, they were gonna do like, you know, an Indiana Jones. Um, eh, what's the third one called? The Kingdom of the No, uh, the Temple of Doom. Temple. No, that's no. the second one. Ah. Raiders. No, that's Raiders? the first. That's one. the first. That's the first. Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Everybody exhale. You know, in Last Crusade, when he's doing the the puzzles and he throws the sand over the invisible bridge, I thought it was gonna be like one of those. Like she was just gonna walk mm. through the wall. I just Oh, yeah, and have like a kind of 80s effect on it, you know? (laughs) I was going to say, a lot of the effects like that seem like they really hold up still. Yeah, well, they're practical. Yeah. Practical effects don't age negatively because they're practical. They look just as... (laughs) What? Like, that's a practical effect right there. Yeah, Nick's earthquake is practical. (laughs) Wow. Practical effects look just as crappy as they are. this episode? We're getting burns and shakes and... Yeah, this is is the episode where... we're getting tested. The labyrinth is excuse. <laughs> Where's Bowie? Oh, David Bowie. Uh, dance magic dance. And Al's about to fly into the room. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Shitty Al just comes and we're like, that's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine because it's the first one. Wow. Man, that Al. He's got to have a first. Can we? Yeah. Can we what? Can we talk about how when she first started going through the labyrinth, it was just a straight shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second she finds the invisible wall, it was magically this giant maze that was completely different. Well, don't take anything for that granted. One, yeah. Like, I guess. Didn't you learn anything from the movie? It no. Me. Yeah, I guess I kind of... 
Well, because it's like she can't. She has to learn that first time not to take it for granted, so she can enter the actual maze, or else she's that. Like the first test is like she can't go anywhere. She thinks it's a straight line, but it's not. Yeah. So like once she learns that, then she's able to like that's the first like lesson. Mm. But I I I thought it was going in the direction that Nick probably thought it was going, which is where it goes like thirty minutes later when she's trying to you know Hansel and Gretel her breadcrumb path through the thing and then realizes she's lost. (laughs) That's where I thought we were gonna go immediately. Like oh I'm going the right way. But then everyone in the labyrinth is like, you know, like even the worm is like, oh, you wouldn't have wanted to go left. That's directly to the castle or whatever. I'm just a worm. (laughs) That guy was great. That guy was awesome. A lot of good characters, I think. Like Ludo. Ludo was great. Ludo was great. Smell. (laughs) Smell. (laughs) It's so good. Smell bad. (laughs) It's so good. He's the best, man. Did you guys notice when they were summoned rocks? What what he summoned the rocks where the bridge was, the bridge collapsed. Yeah. And then he had the rocks come up. And when he would step on them, they made a fart noise every time. (laughs) The farts made me laugh so hard. And I was like, I'm a child, but I know Mark Norman does it all the time too. And he's a comedy legend. So I'm in good company. Yeah. I just, (laughs) the farts are great. You know, the more more we're talking about it, the more, the more positive feelings I'm having towards it. I think as I, as I process it, I think Um, I liked it. I watched the first time I watched it. I was like, Ooh, this is a little tough. Like, why would Bowie do this? And the more I watched it, I was like, this was a great choice on Bowie's part. Like, this is a great movie. Like it's fun. It's campy. It's like a good guilty pleasure eighties watch. Um, I don't know. I think it's just, it holds up with the, the effects and everything like that. I thought the set design was really insane. Like they, it feels like you're in some magic land, like the way they had everything kind of built out. It feels big and like immersive. Yeah, it felt like I a thought. big maze. But, yeah. I don't know Until if it was a for great... whatever reason. I was just going to say, it, it felt that way. Until for whatever reason, there was one scene where it was very clearly a green screen. Yeah. Oh my god, the oh, dancing yeah. guys that it, took off the, their heads. The red characters the on the head. Yeah. Oh my off. god. That was, was the worst the part. one time where I was like, this is why rough. why all of a sudden we are we in front of a green screen? Well to do Maybe the heads because the heads were coming and off. You could see like the yeah they had to do it that way. Well they I'm puppeted sure, the mouths still when the heads were like flying, and there would have been no way to do that. So they probably had the heads oh, still. True. Um yeah. and here we need to I wish it I also added about... nothing to the story, so it didn't have to be in there. <laughs> it kind of took away from it a little yeah. bit. I was just like, okay, but I wish I wish I knew Dog's more about how the puppets worked. Cause like I'm pretty sure it takes multiple people yes. to operate a single character. I mean it's multiple people. Got, like to... a person with the face and then a couple people with the hands, like Yeah, it's normally like there's an extra person for an extra hand or whatever. Um but yeah, it probably depended on the puppet. So I know yeah, Frank Oz... has got to be some kind of documentary about it or something. Frank Oz was one of the puppets, Almost but I don't certainly. remember which one, unfortunately. Um, I looked up the I name. I don't think he was any of the main ones. I no. looked it up too because I was like, what did he do? I thought he was maybe Hoggle's voice, but he wasn't that either. No, he so. wasn't that either. I think he was one of the ones like more towards the um, Goblin Horde part of the movie like later on. But yeah. I, I'm not sure which one or when. Um, that part was... Kind of fun. I liked the switch between the real dog and the puppet dog. I thought that was funny. Um, it's like whenever there's a running scene, it was clearly a real dog, like with yeah. the bridge guy on it on its back. <laughs> yeah. And then whenever they needed to puppet the bridge guy up close, was a fake dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm almost certain that the bark there was a bark in the when they were at the swamp or whatever. I'm fairly certain it was a like human being, just a guy a bark like barking. <laughs> I'm like, like yeah. why could you have not mic'd the dog? Yeah, just get get a dog barking, it was, please. 
I don't know. Um, the ending was interesting. Um, the way that they did like the mirror shot or whatever, like when mm-hmm. she's back in her room. I like the false room scene too. That was cool. Yeah, I thought we yeah. were out, and then yeah, they so she eats, back in. She eats the peach that Hoggle gives her. Hoggle and Bowie's character Jareth have like a couple scenes in the film where Bowie's trying to get Hoggle to like screw over. Well, he Sarah? first wants her wants him to like take her back to the beginning. Yeah, and then the second time he wants. Him hoggle to give her a peach so she'll forget yeah where, but like her quest and like hoggle which keeps, is interesting because an apple is in like supposed to be information or knowledge right and the peach is supposed to make her forget yeah so that's interesting i don't know peach isn't really doesn't, I, what i heard is a peach is for fertility is what gotcha. it represents so i don't well, I like, oh, okay that's darker Jared that's a yeah. darker theory yeah a little so, dicey but yeah. it is a coming of age story so i mean <laughs> Sixteen. You don't 40, know what the age of consent in the labyrinth is. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I but mean, you know, and there's the duality that Hoggle struggling. Time is with, different here. Of, yeah, of like, <laughs> you know, he keeps or Sarah keeps bribing Hoggle, and like steals his jewelry or gives him a plastic bracelet, and he's like plastic, and it was hilarious. Um, but Bowie's trying to get so just as Hoggle's like coming around to Sarah. Uh, Jareth is trying harder and harder to like, you know, threatening Hoggle with the pit of eternal stench. <laughs> if he doesn't like the help bog, bog of eternal stench. Yeah. Sorry. If he doesn't help uh, him screw over Sarah so that, cause she's got the, she's got a time limit. She's got 13 hours to get to the kid. Um, So that culminates in Jareth giving Hoggle the peach and she eats the, pe- the peach is going to make her forget everything. She eats the peach and ends up in a junkyard somehow. I think the she eats the peach and then she goes to the ballroom. Um, she like has jumps a out of the ball. I thought that was a vision. Yeah. So that was a so vision. the ballroom. I felt like the ballroom because right before she gets, right before it goes to that scene, it cuts to David Bowie, whatever his character's name Jareth. is, Jareth, Jareth, with the like he's twirling the crystal ball yeah, he's or whatever got these crystal balls and he's so, so cool. for me that scene like took place inside of that ball oh. because when she breaks it she breaks the ball with a chair and you see like this warped like fisheye perspective yeah from the inside out what did he say the balls were like look into it and you see like, your dreams your dreams yeah all right so maybe it was a dream thing like but if it was a dream or whatever, how the heck did she end up in that junkyard area? That's what I don't. Well, I mean, the whole thing is her I imagination, right. so right. it doesn't really. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's a fantasy journey. But yeah, um, she was running away from stuff the whole movie. Maybe she would just ran. Yeah, I feel but, like she was running away from the fire people at some point. Yeah, and then she, at any rate, she like comes to, uh, in that like trash place. With the the lady puppet with all the crap on her back and leads her into the room. That's her room. Yeah. Um. And then I I, I thought it was actually her room. I'm like, oh, she woke up and the baby's still gone or whatever. <laughs> but she opens the door and it's just back to the junkyard area. Um. I thought that was that was one of my f- not favorite parts of the movie, but I enjoyed that whole sequence. It's like a false awakening well, almost. Cool yeah. Like, oh. The the lady, like the creature in the junkyard, was trying to get her to forget why she was there. Right. 
trying to get her to forget all about you her need is in brother. here and she was bringing her like her favorite mm. toys and she everything was stacking yeah. but she was stacking the stuff everything that she threw such, such a hissy fit over before is like oh, now she doesn't yeah. even care about she it. was stacking everything on her back and the lady had a bunch trying of to, crap on her back yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. it mm. was like almost like she was trying to make her one of the creatures and yeah. like make yeah. her permanently there too yeah there, I, if you look in that scene, there's a bunch of people like that in that little field. They're all like stuck gotcha. there with their stuff on them. So yeah, it's a, a, a maybe like, it wasn't even a junkyard. Make you want to go minimalist. <laughs> yeah, is it like a commentary on emotional baggage to try to forget a real problem, or it's not? Or I'm still yeah. really, I'm still really like jacked up over Citizen Kane, and I'm looking for things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. not that deep. <laughs> I don't know. I like that part. That part seemed like if you were a kid, you'd be the most confused by. And that was like my yeah. favorite. That was my favorite. That was a good part of the movie. I thought. Um, I don't even remember it. And then the 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 other the, the, yeah, you kept you looking at me phone. like junkyard. I'm like what junkyard? What? Um, <laughs> I still nothing. Blank. The other part I liked was the end. Right, so she gets to the castle, and she's looking for Jareth because she's really low on time. Um, and the stairway room or whatever. Oh, that was great. Bowie's like I upside down that. on the stairs and just mm-hmm. on a different like plane as her for the whole thing. And oh, that was so cool. Yeah. I love yeah. that part. I appreciate that we didn't have to go through like another battle. It was just kind of like chasing the stairs, but David or Jareth didn't like fight. He was just kind of there like, get your brother. Oh, he's over there. Yeah. There wasn't any like <laughs> while also out. While also being like, this is what you asked for. Like we're yeah. just doing what you asked for. Yep. So it's like, there's a couple lessons, I guess, of be careful what you wish for. Um, like not everything is as it seems. And then, um, oh, what was the other one? Don't take anything for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Well, that is the what. Life's not fair. Life's not fair. Thank yeah. you. So those are like the three things we were supposed to learn. Life's not fair. Be careful what you wish for. Don't take anything for granted. Um, yeah. I learned those three things. How about you guys? Yeah. <laughs> and I had fun too. You know what we're not going to take for granted? Open your Bibles. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, life can be like a labyrinth. Um, <laughs> oh boy. He's got something. Let's do uh, let's do star ratings <sighs> for the uh, star, whatever that album is called. Not Starboy. Um, star Ziggy Boy. Star Ratings. The Ziggy Star Ratings. Talk about with this? I don't know. Does anybody else have anything before we move on? Um, so, I know it's been kind of short. So it's one a, thing. It's a kid's movie. This dog keeps laying on the headphone wire and like making me not be able to hear. So that's what we're messing with. Oh, no. Okay, Daddy, go ahead. You can't lay on the wires. Um, you know what? Never mind. I'll I'll talk about it when I get to my rating. All right. We're good. Carl, good. you got anything? Um, it's mostly just like an incoherent string of sentences as I was like watching <laughs> it in real time. Um Maybe it'll be a good story or something. I did hate oh. I did hate at the end where like the whole resolution with Jareth was all she had to do was look him in the eye and go, "You have no power over me." Yeah, and that was, was her realizing, over. though. But like, that's the line yeah. she couldn't remember. She couldn't remember. It's not a little anticlimactic. No well, it was a. It was. A st- it's the mental battle. Like the whole time, she's yeah. against herself, really, because Jareth is like that her. Deep. It is though. <laughs> it is. Yeah. No. Every like the challenges are all pretty interesting. I don't know. I mean, it was a. Gr- it's it. a. It's a growing story. We're yeah, learning. I'm, I'm She's learning like, about herself and her to her to not take her situation for granted. Including her not evil evil stepmother. Well, I do like think it was interesting how her stepmother was like, 
no matter what I say, she hates me. As she's telling mm-hmm. her to do something she doesn't want to do. It's not like her stepmother was there like, love you, sweetie. Good night. I hate you. It was like, I'm yeah. telling you to do something. And she's like, why doesn't she like me? Yeah. As I'm forcing you to babysit when you don't want to do it. I'm like, yeah. well, you know. Yeah. Read the yeah, room, But they lady. never get to go out. You got oh, every wow. other day. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just I want you to go Carl, on date. Carl, I'm looking at your notes. What, what Your very last note says... Your very last note says an owl flies off to give a wizard a letter. I don't, I don't remember what. Well, you're that, there was the about. final shot just, of that owl, yeah. and it, it looks starts so and bad. Ends. I mean, yeah, it starts with a digital owl. It ends with a real owl, and then he just flies to off. Give and a the, wizard a letter. I figured he was probably on his way to deliver a letter to Harry to, Potter to Harry or something. Potter? Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. and Labyrinth are obviously in the same universe. Clearly. Yeah, I did mention Magic, Harry Potter goblins. when I saw the stairs. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, it's kind of Harry Potter. Well, Hoggle, his day job is working at that Ho- bank. They said Hogwarts in the movie. They did say Hogwarts in really? the movie. Really? I wondered because this was pre-Harry Potter and I was just like, hmm. Well, Hogwarts is a term. All of the like oh, Slytherin mm-hmm. Hogwarts, those are all real like well, British words. Is the name of the school. Yeah, but it's clever. also a real thing. Oh, like they're mm-hmm. real words. Interesting. Um, I don't remember what it means, but it's a, it's a real hmm. thing. Um... I'm looking it up though. Hogwarts. See if I had any more notes. What is the meaning? Were the mo- the books weren't out at this point? I think they came out in the nineties. Yeah. Mm. I think I thought they came out like early two thousands. That's when the movies came out. I want to say the like ninety five. Yeah. Well, the word Hogwarts has been just completely eclipsed be, by Harry Potter. So. I could be totally wrong, but oh my god! Okay, I did have one point when he's doing this. <laughs> He was doing the dance magic dance. Yeah. And at the end, he just like fucking throws a baby up 12 feet and catches it. I was like, David, can <laughs> throw a baby. And it's what like, you it's like clearly Even a doll, but it also yeah. like doesn't yeah. move that much. So it could have been yeah. a baby. I had the same yeah. thought. It, like, it happened. Man. And I was like, Jesus. I was like, had a, like a flinch mo- moment. I was like, oh my God. I almost like, jumped out of my skin. I'm a magic like, man. Throw I baby that imagine, imagine watching this movie when you're like five or six or even 10 years old and that just feels more scary and real yeah like oh my god like there's there's probably a lot of scenes in this movie it was again it was fun talking to ron about it where it's like as a kid this movie was kind of terrifying he was like the, oh, yeah. the guys with the heads yeah that popped off oh yeah guys. Like he's like that scared the crap out yeah. of me yeah I that is kind of because that is dark but the tone is so light oh sorry daniel what you i was just saying i would have been scared of this movie as a kid yeah so yeah, it's it's, it's interesting because he's like he is funny magic wizard man singing funny songs with his funny hair, but he also kidnapped a kid, <laughs> and he wants to turn him into a god at the request of someone though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah. she asked for it. She yeah. asked for it. Labyrinth colon. She, she asked it for it. Real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but she you had guys that. Are all not on Sarah's side? No, because she, she had know. indignation when she. Like it is her fault. She learned from it, so she has a full character arc, which is positive. She it ends yeah. positive. But the beginning, she's horrible. I mean, I hated my sister too for a while. Exactly, and you gave her away to David Bowie. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> sister's a goblin, you guys. Yeah, she's gone. Um, <laughs> she's dance magic dancing. She's just... Dance magic dance. dance. I that song magic dance earworm, bro. That is the it's one song that is that really cling to me from the movie. That's sticking in my head. I liked the ballroom song the most, I think, though. Because it was more like... Yeah. 
Um, we didn't really talk about was, the bog of stench very much. Well, we did a little bit. The nice. farts. How gross it was. It was like a lake of buttholes. Yeah. Like a like prolapsed buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> just quivered with. Pretty with it was so, pretty graphic. Yeah. Oh gross. my god. Oh. Such juvenile humor, but I laughed so. Yeah, like when he when the little dog guy was running across it, it was like burr, 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 little fart, like twelve fart, like really fast yeah. farts. I like fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. And oh. that oh the other scene where he was like, what was he a squirrel? That guy. Something like Who that knows? with the eye patch. Yeah, rocket raccoon or whatever. Sort of rat um, squirrel. He was when he was uh, at the door and they all had the swords at him. He's like, "Oh, had enough, eh?" <laughs> like, yeah, just totally clueless. That, that like, was my favorite. Total optimism. He, he has no grip on it was, reality it was, whatsoever. It was worth a shot. Yeah, yeah. had enough, eh? I what was it, he? Yeah. He wasn't a raccoon. I thought he was a squirrel on a dog. Like so, it was like the because uh, yeah, he was near was a like tree. The, the, uh, he was a little. Yeah. He kind of felt like a fox to me. Okay, he he's too small to be a fox. The creature from not Harry Potter. Oh my gosh, Star Wars. Salacious B. Crumb. Okay. Mm. It's on Jabba the Hutt's shoulder. Okay. That's who. Yeah, I can see that too. And they got the same kind of voice. There's Lucasfilm. Yeah. Involved, so Frank Oz involved. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe there's a little crossover. He's a fox. He's a fox. He's a fox Fox. and a knight. Ugh, I thought it was a squirrel. I got squirrel vibes too, man. Because he's tiny and he was yippy, so I figured he was kind of. Well, foxes are chattery. Yeah, I guess so. I haven't they, met too many foxes. They laugh. They're weird. Yeah. They're, they're the cool. tail, too. I should have. It wasn't a, a squirrel tail. Let's buy a fox. Let's buy a fox. Let's rate this movie. They're so cute. Um, who wants to start? A genuine, I'll start. All right. Nick starts. Nick wants to go. Um. So this movie was. I thought I hated it at first. Then I was like pretty sure I hated it. <laughs> then I started to kind of get into it and I was like, all right, maybe this is fine. And then I hated the ending. It was yeah. quite the roller coaster. Um a word I wrote down at the end of the movie, just one single word was unique. It was unique. Yeah. It was. Um not Memorable. saying it's good or bad, but it was unique. We we spent um, ten minutes but, talking about how it's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it was unique. No. Oh. <laughs> we did. no, I still think though, for a kids movie, I think you're I think you're spot on. It's a I mean, I didn't see anything I'd never seen anything the like that. The settings were kid. very different yeah. than the Wizard of Oz. So What was really cool afterwards, and I'm glad none of you talked about it because I want to be the one to tell you. Um we finished the movie again, I watched it with my brother in law. We finished it, and then he rewound all the way to the beginning. It was like, check this out. And the very oh. beginning of the movie, there's a scene where she's in her room, and it pans across like a bunch of books and a bunch of stuff on her desk. And they're like stuffed animal versions of every character in this movie. No way. So the, the mm-hmm. fox is there. There's like a statue of David Bowie's character that I can never remember his name. Cheers. Is that um, when they do like? There's the- a picture hanging over her bed of the stairs. Mm-hmm. No, at the way. end of the movie. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Like it's every, really good. everything you see in this movie, there's a representation of it at the very beginning. That's awesome. And there's like, there's like pictures or like magazine clippings of her mom, who's like in a Broadway show or something, of her and David Bowie in the pictures. Oh. So that's it's like the thing. David yeah. Bowie was like a character that her mom maybe like 
did a play with or something. That gives more. That's what fuel. I had to get research for. That gives more fuel to so, the "it's all in her head" thing because every yeah. image that she it conjures then is, is yeah. something from her room. That's interesting. Yeah, because I had to look that, that up in the reviews because, like, when they were talking about like that her mom was an actress, I didn't get that until I watched uh, the reviews about it. And I was like, oh, so that's why she's like so. And at the end of the movie, she's like taking all the clippings down because she's like, oh, I got to grow up kind of thing. So I ended the movie thinking like, well, was that in her head? Was it real? Was it some kind of like magic thing that she somehow like encountered? And I hated not really knowing what it was, like if the whole thing was real or not at the end of the movie. Hmm. But when we went back and watched the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, it was all in her head. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, I kind of left um, the ambiguity. So that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Same thing I with Groundhog hate, Day. I hate whenever it's not a clear, like, clean-cut ending. Huh. Even if I don't like it, I want a very clean ending. Yeah. Um, couple other notes I wrote down. thought it, it felt like a storybook. Like, it felt like something you'd be read to when you're going to sleep or yeah. getting put to sleep as a kid. Um, and then, yeah, Wizard of Oz-ish is another thing I wrote down. Uh, so it was, it was cool. I... I was kind of all over the place and liking it and not liking it and not liking that I was starting to like it, if that makes sense. Yep, sure. Um, but at the end of the day, this movie is still only going to get two stars out of me. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, Danielle, why don't you go next? Okay. Hmm. Where do I begin? Um... It's going to be a one for me. Okay. I didn't really expect to like it going in, and I didn't really like it. But shout out to Jennifer Connelly for being able to act surrounded by a bunch of crazy puppet people. Um, She did a great job, I thought, which is the What else is she in that you had seen? Oh, she's in some, like, rom-coms. Okay. um, In the early 2000s. Probably other stuff. Gotcha. But, um... I don't know. I thought it was creepy. I thought it was weird. I th- I didn't like the music. The 80s is not my vibe. I mean, David Bowie's character, I think, is creepy because he's, like, wanting to mack on Sarah, who's a child. Yeah. Not a great look. <laughs> um, the Bog of Eternal Stench is disgusting. <clears throat> That's hilarious. It's gross. I want to watch a bunch of farts. farts. Ew. Farts are funny. Farts, yeah. I mean, y'all think other funny. animals think farts are funny or just people? Probably just people. <laughs> Our dogs okay. are scared of them. Yeah, mm. they don't like that's them at a all. shame. Um, They're scared of their own farts too. So one star for you. Farts. One star for me. I don't want to watch it again. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it again as much as I hated Gangs of New York, but um, but yeah, it's gonna be a one. Carl. Oh, I guess I'm maybe the only one that really liked it. Um, oh, boy. Carl, you haven't not liked any movie on this list. That's not true. I didn't love... Every, everything's been rated a three or above. He didn't love... Um, well... Scene of the yeah. Room, but he still gave it a three. But he still gave it a three. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed parts of it. Like, I didn't hate it. Yeah, we Like, haven't... I haven't hated any movie yet. I, right. If I hated it, I'd give it a one or a two. But, like, uh. so far, they've all been, been decent. Um... I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought the set design was really great. I thought the world, not world building, but you know, the way they were able to bring you into that world is really good um, and holds up. I thought the transitions were great. Um, the story was unique in the way it was told. They kind of 
they don't give you the evil stepmother. She's actually a good stepmother, and the kid's kind of evil. So it's kind of uh, subversive in that way, which is fun. I thought all the kind of challenges were interesting for her to kind of, you know, go through the coming of age story. The first time I watched it, it definitely did get the creepy vibes with Bowie because I was just like, he is so old and she's so young. And then I like even had like written down like, why would Bowie want to do this? And then watching it a few more times, I kind of came to terms with that like, this isn't Bowie wanting to marry her. This is her wanting Bowie to want her because uh, she wants what her mm-hmm. mom wants, which is this superstar guy, like rock star, who she uh, her mom dates or whatever, and she wants her mom back, so she wants what her, her mom has. So that's where I kind of came to terms with it. I was like, it's more of just her, you know, learning that, okay, I, don't, I thought I wanted this, I don't need this, and actually I'm just going to be happy with the family I've got. And I thought the life lessons were good. Um, and it's just a fun and funny entertaining tale um watched it a few times and it didn't get old uh my favorite <laughs> just remember the other line when she starts the whole thing and she just goes come on feet <laughs> like, what a great <laughs> what a great way to start a journey like it's pretty good oh my well, god so come on feet. and it's you know it's just so over the top 80s that i think i also just kind of love the nostalgia of it for a time i was never alive in but um i think i'm gonna give it a three five Okay. I think it was, I think the way they did it, I thought the characters were really well done for being puppets. Like, there's really just two people in this movie for the most part, and you don't, it doesn't feel like character. It, yeah. it feels good still. Um, but yeah, I think 3 5 feels. Can't believe you're nice. ranking this high, higher than singing in the rain. He if really there had did. been He's as much singing guy. to acting, the ratio in singing in the rain as there was in uh, this one, it would have been perfect. I would have yeah. given it like a 4.5, but yeah. All right, I'll close it out. Um, I'm going to, I think realizing, especially now that I know like all the characters are stuffed animals and whatever, and there's that parody there, knowing that it's all in her head concretely kind of, I think bumps the story up for me a little bit. Um, I didn't really, um, I don't like kids movies that I haven't watched as a kid, if that makes sense. So it's probably not a bold stance. As a grown adult man. <laughs> um, but this didn't have some of the same like. <sighs> like you know the difference you can feel uh, as a kid between watching um, like a Disney movie. And then watching like a non-Disney movie. Like yes. like the what's that Fifle Goes West movie. Yes. Versus <laughs> like watching A Bug's Life. Right. And how Fifle just feels like darker and weirder grittier and grittier mm-hmm. that's kind of like the labyrinth to me is more on that side of the of the the, the rescuers or whatever the, the yeah. mm-hmm. like that was disney that's, yeah. that was disney but it had a similar feeling mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. uh, opposed to like and those are all older yeah as opposed to the mid to late 90s stuff that i grew up with right. um you know your toy stories and and stuff that we mentioned Lion King. so this was more in that other yeah, um, absolutely. And which makes sense. It's in the eighties, so which is when a lot of that stuff was around. A dark time. Um for cinema. You know, we yeah, uh, what was, is that what Quentin Tarantino said the eighties were awful for movies. Um I think that's I think that's the decade he pointed out. Maybe not. I think so. Um so I didn't really get the I hate to go, ooh, the Disney magic, but you know. Well, there is something um, to say for the Disney magic. It's a thing. So I didn't love it because of that. I thought Bowie's staring at Bowie's genitals for the whole movie was hilarious, but you know, <laughs> it sucks that it has to be hilarious <laughs> that, you know, 
I think the Dance Magic Dance song is hysterical, and I'm going to be singing that for the rest yeah, of time. Yeah, it's going to be in my head forever because you won't let it die. Um, it's fine. Everything's fine. I want to re-listen to those episodes of Harmontown for sure, which is just mm. going to plunge me into another listen through of Harmontown, and I'm not ready for that. Um, I'm going to give it a two. Two. It's between two and two five for me, and oh. I think I'm going to give it a two. Um, I think I'm going to give it a two. I didn't hate it. I don't think it's terrible. It's definitely not one. But if, for me, if we're looking at a five-star rating where three is average, this was below average enjoyment for me. So it has to shift down the scale to a two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I think that's where I'm at. Uh, I didn't I didn't come out of it going, I wasted an hour and 43 minutes of my day. But uh, I definitely wasn't like, I'm so glad I watched that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, um, yes. I, I know. So, I don't know. Two. I enjoyed it enough, but without that nostalgia factor to draw on, this is not my jam. You know? It's not my jam. Yep. Maybe people will feel the same way about... uh. Well, people do feel the same way. Like, when I was a kid, I loved the prequel trilogy to talk about Star Wars for the millionth time. <laughs> people older pe- people are older than me hate that shit, and I think it's awesome. I love The Phantom Menace. And I'll die on that hill. So maybe out episode there, two is still tough to get it's through. It's tough, man. Episode two yeah. is- and but episode one my, and three are both great. That was my favorite one when I was a teenager because it's really? the first one I saw in theaters. I was only four uh, when Phantom Menace came oh. out. And I was seven or eight in 2002 when, uh, I guess seven, when Attack of the Clones came out. And my dad took me and my brother to see it. And I remember just at the, especially at the end, Yoda flipping around. I was like, "Oh, oh my that God. was cool." Yeah. Oh, so that one holds a special, but the dialogue in that is so bad. <laughs> I hate saying it. it's pretty <laughs> rough. That one, no, the worst one is the fireplace scene with him and Padme. And he's like, "We'd be living a lie," and oh, so I terrible. Could you? She's all dolled up too. It's like, why would you dress like that and tell him? Her boobs are the most squished. It's great. Great movie. Ten out of ten. Um, anyway, I digress. Let's pull a movie. Um, yeah. All I want is The Godfather. Do you hear me, Bucket? You pulled last time and we got I Labyrinth. Trust me. Ooh, I want I want 2001 I want Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nick, what do you want? I want, I want to go modern. Truman Show. Truman Show. Truman Show Ooh, break. I could do that. I forgot too. that was in here. I have a ticket. I've got a greenish ticket. Or Muppets. Muppets. Oh. Muppets be good. <sighs> He's happy. Oh, I've always wanted to see this movie. Tell us, tell us. And I've never seen it. We are going to watch The Matrix Ooh. next. Ooh. I have okay. never, nice. obviously I've never okay. seen it. It's in We're the bucket. Going from 80s to 90s. Yeah, we get to look at some horrible sunglasses. It's like, yeah, the most <laughs> 90s movie I can think of. Oh, uh, man. I have seen The Matrix. So I've, Has anybody else? I've yeah, seen but it's it, been a while. I only remember bits and pieces. Yeah, I think I'm the so only one who has It'll it. feel fresh for me. Yeah. I've seen, I know I've seen parts on television. Um, you know, your dad just puts movies on it when it's on cable yep. or whatever. That's that's my experience. Is I've I've seen parts of it. I know the you know the red pill, blue pill malarkey, and but I don't. I literally don't know what it's about. Um, Honestly, it kind of the premise is sad. Of course, I do know that. Like it's a dystopia it's, yeah, kind it's a dystopian of thing. Movie. Um, yep. Only the first one is in here, and I got I've well, had yeah. questions about that from people because I guess some of the other ones are okay too. Um, but I don't know. I just put the first one in. Well, there's a new, new one too, a fourth one, and I I wanted what? to watch that, but I was like, I don't really want to. But I might just tear through all four this week. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the Matrix. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> who's the actor? Keanu Reeves. I don't Keanu. know if I've seen a Keanu Reeves Biggie. film. This might be my first one. Another big name. Another big name. If you want to watch Labyrinth, uh, you have like a week, which means this is coming out on what, have Tuesday. So they'll have like three days because I think it leaves Netflix on the 30th. Nick is gone. Mm. Um, I'm going to wrap up the show, though. Thanks for watching. Uh, follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Like Do us it. on all of the things. The tube. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and we'll see you next week when we talk about The Matrix. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one.